Um, good morning, welcome to Emmett Audio. Apologize, it's been a minute. We got a foot and a half of snow on Tuesday. And uh, that has consumed the last couple of days in the way that fierce weather can. It's complicated all of the different things that we normally go about our lives doing. But it's been beautiful. And we're basically out the other side now. We're going to have sunny weather, 45 degrees from here until as far as the forecast goes. And hopefully within the week that will have melted this pack down to dirt again. Which would be nice to end March without snow on the ground. I actually can't remember that we've ever had an April. We've certainly had snowstorms in April, but we've never had in April where we entered April with snow on the ground. That's just not a New England where we are sort of thing. Further north, sure, but not where I am. Sorry, Maisie. I was actually just on the phone with a friend whose car is stuck. I need to go help her push her car out of a snowbank. When I get back to where my truck is, I'm walking back from the school. I wanted to give an update on the book. So uh, we've run into some snags with getting the book the appropriate size for what the printer can print and the ways in which that has slowed down the editing process and the final formatting process means that we've been hoping to get it to the printer this week, have them send us proof, you know, by the end of March, hopefully no, we're gonna be ready to put it up there for people to buy, but it looks like we're still a couple weeks out because it's just taking two or three times longer to do this final formatting slash editing as we had thought. I'm gonna be talking with Mike in about an hour and should know more. We'll have a, a firmer sense then, but uh, you know, one of the things I've always said throughout this process to Mike is I don't want this to be something that we are looking forward to being done with. You know, if, if at any point we're like, oh, this sucks that we have to drag ourselves through this process, it means we're trying to do it too fast and we're sacrificing our lives to it. And I don't want that to be the legacy of this book. I don't want to look back on it and think, well, that was a lot of work and I'm glad it's done. I want to think that was a lot of fun collaborating with Mike, writing this book. And we did it in a way that left us both feeling like human beings and that we had a good time. So that's my focus. Thank you for your patience as we get through it. We will get through it. We're so close. Um, this morning, Susanna, my younger daughter, came to me and she said, you know, I just can't wait until middle school. She's in fifth grade now. Her sister, who's in seventh grade, is in a, a school musical, which is going to be this weekend. And Susanna's great delight is going to pick Eliza up at school and getting to run around the middle school, high school with all these middle schoolers and high schoolers and just sort of feeling like her world is opening up because she goes to a very small school, which has, you know, it's part of its benefit is that it's a very small school with, I think she has the largest class, but there's 18 kids in her class. And uh, 
you know, she has a bunch of friends, but she's just, uh, she's ready to be, there's been a lot of friend drama and she's ready to sort of be in a space where there's just more friend options. And I said, you know, there's still going to be friend drama. Uh, there might even be more of it. I said, when I was in elementary school, I wished the whole time that I was older and in middle school. And then when I was in middle school, I wished that I was in high school. And when I was in high school, I wished I was in college. And when I was in college, I wished I was out of college and graduated and fully operating as an adult in the world. And looking back at it now, I wish that I hadn't been so quick to shortchange my current existence and put some future existence on a pedestal. And I actually think, you know, the trick, I think, is doing both. It's both looking forward to something and appreciating where you're at. And as kids, I think we, we tend to do one or the other, right? If we're dreading the next thing, then we want to be where we're at forever. If we don't like where we're at, then we want to do, be at the next thing forever. And uh, so it can change, but I think it's a little wiser to admit to yourself that it's always both is the, is the correct answer. That we should be looking forward to what's coming next and planning for what's coming next and being excited about what's coming next, whether it's the vacation you're going on this summer or what you hope the next two to five years will be. And at the same time, be able to appreciate the moment you're in right now. And being able to appreciate the moment that you will be in an hour or eight hours from now. It is true that appreciation of the moment is uh, seasoned by anticipation, right? A big part of the pleasure you get from a vacation is being able to think about it beforehand. On the other hand, thinking about something beforehand can take away from the pleasure you get in the moment to something. Some of the greatest pleasures I've had in the moment have been unexpected pleasures or underestimated pleasures. I've talked before about how some of the best restaurant experiences have been when I had no expectations or low expectations and they were exceeded. And that's tremendously pleasing. So there's a dance between the present and the future that we need to try and mediate in order to be happy and content in our lives. We need to be thinking enough about the future that we are taking action in the present to make that future happen. And yet we need to also be focused on the present. You know, all of these things sort of come back to the present. Because even if, let's say you don't, you have some thought of where you want to be in the future. You don't take action in the present. And then, after a certain amount of time, depending on circumstances, you look around and you think, well, shoot, you know, in the past I had this plan for where I was going to be now. And 
now I feel bad about my past because I have a past where I didn't do what I set out to do. I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I didn't do the hard things that would put me where I want to be now. And you're feeling those feelings of sadness or disappointment in the present for you. So we're always stuck in our present moment, but our present moment and how we handle it determines how we think about our past and how we think about our future. And one of the best things is to behave in the present such that when you look back in the future on your past, you will be proud of how you behaved. And you will feel content with where you are because you will understand everything that went into getting you to where you are. And you will be content within yourself. Because a lot of times when people chase or the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, it's coming from a feeling of inadequacy within themselves that never goes away. When I was a kid and always thinking, you know, I can't wait till middle school, I can't wait till college, that was coming from a place of inadequacy, a, a feeling of inadequacy that I had. That, come on, that has changed as I've been an adult, but it only changed because. I changed the actions I was taking. Come on, dogs, hop in. Let's go. Oh, I gotcha. There you go. Good girl, Maisie. Thank you for listening. We'll talk tomorrow. Uh, you know, I thought I was done, but then I just had a final thought to wrap things up. Right, so, what was the last thing I said? Uh, when you are fixated on the future, it comes from a feeling of inadequacy, and that inadequacy, that feeling of inadequacy, will only change when you act in a way that when you look back on how you acted, you can tell yourself, I set out to do something and then I accomplished it and I behaved honorably in this moment and these are things that we need to um, characters char qualities of character that we need to adopt within ourselves and, and it's probably uh, it's a tricky thing because you need to adopt them over time nobody can change their character on a dime overnight. Nobody can uh, convince themselves there's someone different overnight. Um, you convince yourself by having proof, by being able to look back and have some proof that you are who you say you are. And so I think when we think about the good habits that we wish we had, the, if you think about the person that you would like to be, the more you can divide that up into habits and behaviors that you aspire to, and then one at a time over a period of months and years, 
start adopting those habits and behaviors and do them slowly enough and conservatively enough that you actually stick with it, whatever it is, then you stack up the proof that you are who you say you are. And, and it's that proof which you, which you can look back upon, which gives you a sense of contentment in the present, I would say. Not because you've necessarily succeeded yet, but because there's a sense of agency to the process and you're not you're not hunting and hoping for the next cycle of your life to be the thing that fixes you you are, you can see the path that you are on and can understand what to do in the present moment so that your future will be if not exactly how you want it to be, at least a future that you can look back on as a past. The thing that once it's in the past, you can look back on and say, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that. I'm happy that I did that. I'm, I'm proud of me. And that's what I wish my younger daughter would internalize. I think she will. All right, truly, thank you for listening. And uh, thank you everyone who reaches out and tells me they enjoy the podcast. It means a lot to me. Um, I don't take it for granted. And I'm always amazed and honored that you take the time to listen. Talk tomorrow.